You are listening to the Weight Warrior Woman Podcast, where women are empowered to get to the root of their weight issues so they can conquer the weight war and lose weight permanently. Permanently. Here's your host, weight loss personal development coach and 85-pound weight loss success story herself, Britt Tafoya. Hey, hey, conquerors. So last week's episode, Getting Healthy and Breaking Generational Curses, has to be my most passionate episode thus far. I was listening to it and I could just like hear my voice and all the feeling, the passion, the conviction, the faith, like everything. And I'm just like, wow wow, like I'm really here. I'm really doing this work. I am really helping people transform their lives and break the cycle of being unwell and not caring for themselves correctly and being able to inspire you guys to pour this over into your family, your daughters, your children. I mean, It was just one of those moments where I had to like reflect and be like, wow, Britt, you're doing this. You're really doing this. So I just want to say thank you so much. If you listened to that episode already, Um, if you haven't, you have to go back and go listen to that episode because it's really going to help create a foundation for you as you listen to the Weight Warrior Woman podcast because it helps you understand the place that I am coming from when I am talking, when I'm teaching, and when I am coaching. And so we're going to get into today's episode. Hi, this is your weight loss coach and your host, Britt Tafoya. Welcome to the Weight Warrior Woman podcast. Today's topic is different than last week's, and it's really fun because I am going to push you to get deep into some thought work. Now, it's so easy for us to listen to a podcast, get so inspired, right? Get so inspired. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, I'm going to do that. When I get home, I'm going to print out that thought work. I'm going to work on my thoughts. I'm going to like, I know I can do this. I feel like I can do this, right? And then you get home, you start cooking dinner. Um, you start working on homework with the kids or something, and you get tired, you take your shower, you go to bed, and then there's a whole nother day. There's probably so much more to do. And that thought work continuously gets put on the back burner. But I want to share with you something. So in December, I committed to a large amount of intention, um, goal setting, and really like putting myself in environments where I have no choice but to grow, okay? And um, last week, I had um, a, a, group, a group coaching session. It's when I'm, it's like a mastermind. And so I'm among a lot of women. Um, well, actually in our, in our group, there's probably only like four of us, right? But I mean, I have like women in the UK. Um, I mean, like, it's just so cool. And, and they're coaches too. And we all have different skill sets. And 
um, different passions in our coaching, but we're there to support each other and being the most phenomenal coach we can be, you know, and it's been such a inspirational group to be in because one, I'm constantly pushed to do the work when I don't feel like doing the work. Um, I have new questions to ask myself because they're there and their professionalism also giving me insight and vice versa. And it really puts the pressure on to do the work. And so um, we log in the same time every week, right? And I was busy doing other stuff. And I thought to myself, I don't feel like doing thought work. I don't feel like working on my thoughts. I don't feel like like pushing myself to evolve today. Like those were literally my thoughts, right? And so when you really start getting deep into doing thought work and you start seeing how it impacts the way you feel because your thoughts create your feelings, okay? And then you see how your feelings are impacting your actions and the results you get. Um, you start feeling extremely responsible for taking control of what you're thinking and creating thoughts that are in your favor for the outcomes that you desire in your life. And so as I had that thought, I knew that I was creating um, like a stagnant mindset, right? And so I was like, oh no, that's not serving me to not to not show up, to not commit to the thought work, to not um, put that level of, uh, what's the word, Um, that level of responsibility, I guess, like, because I know that the other women are going to be asking me questions and, you know, or maybe initiative, like that, that level of initiative, like with my goals and stuff. And so I sat there and I did thought work to get on to the call. I sat there and I'm like, well, why don't you want to do thought work? Is it because you don't feel like growing? Is it because it's making you uncomfortable? Is it because it's actually the setting you need to be in to grow and that makes you feel uncomfortable because maybe your goals are so much closer within reach than you thought? Right. Because this is a very intense group. We have huge goals and we're giving ourselves milestones and a certain amount of time to do these to reach these goals. And so I realized that things feel a lot closer than they've ever felt before and that that does create some feelings in me. It creates some emotions. It creates some discomfort And my old way of coping with certain discomforts is to just shut it down, just shut it down, avoid it until I feel inspired and motivated again and feel good to do the work, right? But if you really want to reach your goal, if you really want to become the person you want to become, and this happens in all levels, not just weight loss, because when I'm talking, I'm talking about in business aspects, okay? Um, and I'm still able to apply this. You Once you learn the power of thought work, you will apply it to every aspect of your life that you want to grow in and flourish in, and you just want better for yourself. And so um, I realized, eh, it's kind of uncomfortable. It's kind of uncomfortable. I feel pressured. I feel really pressured to reach my goals, right? 
And it's funny because if I just kept my goals to myself, right, and I didn't have a group and I wasn't getting coaching like three times a week, working on the things that I want to work on to become the woman I want to be in this season of my life, I would not even feel that discomfort. That's food for thought. If I never put myself in that environment, I wouldn't even feel this discomfort right now. I wouldn't even have to do the work of feeling uncomfortable in my growth. Okay, I'd be able just to tell myself, oh, we're not doing this today. Uh, We don't feel like doing this today. And I would just, you know, I, I wouldn't have that pressure. I wouldn't have that pressure. But I'm so committed to what I want for myself and the growth I want to have in my life for myself and for my family and for my clients and Weight Warrior Woman that I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna put myself in a room three times a week where I feel the pressure to grow. Three times a week where I am forced to bring up the thoughts that are inhibiting me from being the woman that I desire to be. And so I got on that call and it was so funny. I told the ladies, I was like, I know I'm late, but I had to do some thought work to get here. And they were laughing and they're like, really, do we, do we really make it that, that hard for you? You know? And I'm like, no, I just, I really didn't want to unpack my thoughts. I didn't want to focus on my goal today, you know, but then I realized that it's these moments that count. It's these moments that you become the person because you're showing up even though you are not motivated. You're showing up even though you are uncomfortable. These are the moments that make you the person. And I realized when I showed up and I shared with them and I talked to them, they asked me questions about what was going on with my goals and helped me do some reflection. I helped them do some reflection. I felt better after, right? And I'm like, this is me being the person that I want to be. This is it. And that's when you grow. Sometimes we think it's so much about the goal that we want to achieve that that's when we'll have growth, but it's the days you don't want to do the work. It's the days you want to take two steps back and go back into coping the way you used to cope with food. It's the days when, you know, you just want to forget about any and everything and just maybe even self-loathe, right? And just just feel bad about yourself and not get ready and who cares about this and order some food that you know makes you feel horrible after eating, right? And it's the days you don't do that when you want to do that. That's when you are truly growing. And I have one more story I want to share before I get into the work I want you guys to do. Um, So I have a client that is dealing with a lot of issues um, with depression and things like that. So um, it's been a very, it's been a very different process of weight loss for her. Um, Her wins are very different than maybe, um, what what would I say, a typical client, you know, her Her work is a lot different than a typical client that I normally would have. 
And so, but I mean, it's all still the same. We're still unpacking thoughts. We still have goals of creating nourishment as just a habit that you have. It's something that you do naturally. It's the foundation to your life and your well-being and your weight loss and precision, you know, learning how to eat for your body and stop overeating, picking and choosing foods that make you feel full and well and satisfied. And then the freedom phase, being able to live your life, being that person. Okay. So, so while the client is always going to have their own background, their own stories, their on their own areas that will need healing, um, the way we unpack that is always going to be the same. It's still building those foundational pillars that we do in weight loss mastery. And so her wins have been very different than my typical client's wins. Okay. She has sleep issues where she could, um, she could get manic and avoid sleep for, numerous days, I would say like maybe four days, not be sleeping. Okay. In those four days, um, not be sleeping and not really be eating as well. Okay. So she has this mindset of, um, I'm not going to eat like she's running on fumes basically. And it's like, it could be very intoxicating in the way of like, It feels good to an extent to be able just to get so many things done, to feel so sharp minded um, because there's things that are happening to the body without sleep and there's things happening to the body without food. We get into a very survival state, which could create a certain mental acuity, but at the same time, we're draining our adrenals and we're not repairing. And so the inevitable happens and there's a crash. Okay, there's a crash. And then, you know, she would sleep for for a certain amount of days. Okay, and so one of the accomplishments that she has made since joining Weight Loss Mastery is being able to sleep at night, going to bed with her husband and being able to sleep at night. Now, when you're focused on weight loss, you lose sight of the things that create health. Okay. Because we're gauging success by the scale going down. But what we don't realize is that us being able to sleep is actually how the body gets into a balanced state and the weight will be able to come off. Because when we're not sleeping, our cortisol increases and that's a stress hormone, which creates more fat storage, it makes it really hard to lose fat around the abdomen area. Okay. And so if you're not sleeping, it's really hard to lose weight. And so her being able to sleep for, I mean, it's, it's been about a month and a half now. I mean, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. That is a huge accomplishment and it has nothing to do with the scale. Okay. And for her, that doesn't feel like success right now. She's learning how to see this as success. Okay. 
because in her mind, she wants to see the scale just go down fast, fast, fast. But there's so many areas of her health that are out of balance. And so we're, as you're, as you're nourishing your body, building routine with putting nutrients into your body, caring for yourself, one, you become more aware of how your body's functioning, but two, your body also gets back into balance because it's having nutrients to repair. And so you will see yourself having better rest. You will see yourself having a more stabilized mood and feeling more collected because one, you're not putting so many inflammatory foods in your body because you're in the nourishment phase. You're learning the power of nourishing your body irresistibly with your irresistible meal planning technique that I teach. And so you're learning how to eat in a way that feels really good to you. And it's repairing your body at the same time. But there's times when she gets on calls with me and she's like, oh, I still have so much weight to lose. You know, um, you know, like she doesn't see the scale going down as fast as she would want it to go down but then she's having magnificent wins, okay? And most recently, um, she did 40 minutes on the treadmill and she's been doing 40 minutes for like quite some time. And then one day she was so zapped. She said she felt so down and she got 30 minutes in. And she's like, you know, I just feel so depressed. I don't feel like it was really good. I only got 30 minutes in. And I said, I know the days that you do 40, you feel like you're winning, like you're doing so good. But I think it's the days when you feel like you want to do zero and you do 30. Those are the days that you are truly winning. Those are the days. Those are your best days because that means you're becoming the person. Okay. And so if I wasn't her coach and she was doing this alone, she wouldn't have that pressure to reflect. She wouldn't have that pressure to look at how she's making huge accomplishments. She wouldn't have that pressure to change her thoughts. You, are you guys getting it? She would be able to just think the same way. She would be in her own environment, just kind of, um, you know, just doing all the things maybe she knows or doesn't know. And um, she would just continue thinking the same way and trying to reach a result, you know. And when you put yourself in an environment where you're like, I'm going to focus on becoming this person, you are pressured to become that person. This doesn't get talked about enough. You know, we see people winning privately, like they'll share like, oh, I did this. Oh, I did that, you know, but I think we need to start really talking about putting yourself in the room where you feel the pressure. Don't be afraid to put yourself in the room where you feel the pressure. Sit with that pressure. What is that pressure telling you? Is it telling you, hey, I really want this, but I feel unworthy? hey, you know what? I don't really want to commit because I never followed through. What is that pressure telling you? 
you have to look at the thoughts that you're having when it comes to the person you desire to be. Because the person you desire to be is deep down inside of you, but you got to get it out because you have thoughts in your subconscious mind that are survival thoughts, thoughts that maybe you have created by experiences you've had or thoughts that you've created because of the experiences other people have had. But you get to create new experiences and new thoughts for yourself. You get to decide the person you're going to become by choosing your thoughts, by allowing yourself to feel discomfort and do it anyway, and allowing yourself to go into the room where you feel that pressure to grow. And so today's thought work I want you to do is going to help you fill the pool of your future self. Who is she? Why does she have to become? What is at stake if she doesn't, if she doesn't evolve to become this person? Okay. Who do you want to be? What do you want to achieve? And what are all the reasons why you must do this? I want you to write down your answers to these questions. And when you write down all the reasons why you must do this, I want you to dissect every single reason. I want you to elaborate. I want you to break it down. Every single reason that you list, I want you to create another prompt in your journal and unpack it. Maybe for me, when I began my weight loss journey 12 years ago, my reason to become who I wanted to be was because if I felt like if I didn't allow myself to grow, I would have allowed my own demise. I would have, like there was just no, there was nothing good that could come out of the unhealthy habits that I had. And I knew that if I held on to them, that there, there was no joy, there was no bright future. And so that became compelling. That became more compelling for me. That pulled me to make a change. And that's what you're going to feel as you write these things down. You're going to fill a pool. Sometimes we'll look at the excitement of becoming the person like, oh, it's going to be so nice. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I can't wait to feel like this. I'm going to wear this. Right. But what if you don't? do any of those things? What if you don't become that person? What happens? What happens if you don't allow yourself to grow? What happens if you don't get your habits in check? What happens if you keep overeating so much sugar? What happens if you never learn how to care for your body and nourish it? 
what happens? Sitting with the discomfort of what happens if you don't do what you are setting out to do, setting out to achieve, setting out to become really creates a pull to you becoming that person because now you have compelling evidence of all the reasons why you have to go after what you want. You're able to reflect on all of that compelling evidence when you feel like how I felt, right? Like I didn't want to get on the coaching call. I didn't want to get it. I didn't want to join the mastermind that day. I didn't feel like it. I was having so many thoughts. I didn't want to unpack my thoughts. And then I thought about how it was time to up level, how it was time to grow. And I was like, oh, let me, let me get, let me get on that call. Let me get on that call. And that was the moment I felt myself actually grow. So I want to leave you with this. Everything that is inside of you is inside of you for a reason. And if you have struggled with your weight for many years, for me, it was, you know, in my childhood, I began struggling. And if you have been unsuccessful in reaching the goal of losing weight and keeping it off, but you still have this fight, you still have this curiosity, you still have this desire, then I want you to know that you can do it. You can be exactly who you want to be You can achieve exactly what you want to achieve, but you got to let yourself feel uncomfortable because it's the comfort of staying the same that is inhibiting you from the discomfort of growth. And when we look back, we can see that they're actually both uncomfortable, right? It's very uncomfortable to stay the same if you are not feeling comfortable in your body, if you are not feeling like you want to be who you want to be, if you have a desire pulling you to grow and to do and and to achieve the things that you desire. If that's pulling you, then you definitely feel uncomfortable right now without doing anything. So you get to choose. What's going to be the discomfort? Is it going to be the discomfort of staying the same? Or the discomfort of growing and having change? I hope you enjoyed this episode. Get down and dirty with your thought work. Let let everything just flow. Light a candle and get in tune with your prefrontal cortex. What? do you want to achieve? And what are all the reasons why you must do this? Allow it to pull you. Have a wonderful day. XO. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Weight Warrior Woman podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show so you never miss an opportunity to go deeper in your weight loss journey. And go to weightwarriorwoman.com to claim your free course, Reset with Power, a seven-day jam-packed guide to help you build the habit of getting back on track. Until next time, remember, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Romans 837.